It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, he might not quite be flash, but he does play for the Tamaki Lightning and he also coaches the New Zealand flag football team. Shiraz Soisa joins us. G'day, mate. How are you? Get a Ricardo, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Does does Flash describe the way that you play the game? Oh, maybe maybe 10, 12 years ago, mate. But um, <laughs> but it, it's looking a lot lot slower now. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and me both, mate. You and me both. Now, um, we're into the second week of the NFL. We've had one game so far uh, for round two. That saw the Chiefs get up over the Chargers and and a tight one, twenty seven twenty four. And though the Chiefs have started two and zero. If you're a Chiefs fan, you might be a little bit worried about their defence. Uh, they are conceding a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, look, the beauty about the Chiefs' defence, though, is they're always going to be playing knowing that the offence is going to be able to pick them up. You know, and, and what that does is it allows them to be a little bit more one-dimensional. So if on their own, the defence had to carry the team, I'd be really worried. Um, with the offence they've got, though, um, I, I do like how they're you know, uh, set up for the long term. I think they'll have a few bumpy games here or there, mm-hmm. um, but they're going to be afforded a little bit of space, I reckon. And what about the Chargers? I mean, you know, it was a close loss here. They beat the Raiders last week. Do you think they're a, like a wild card prospect, or do you think they're better than that? Yeah, no, look, I, I, I absolutely love the Chargers this year. Um, I think what they do really well is they've got, you know, and, and they'll get Keenan Allen back as well, and he was he was a big part of the game that they were missing, those at across the middle wide receiver. But they're set up so that they, they're going to put points on, and they've got a pass-rushing pass group and, and a secondary that is really going to be able to stop, you know, teams from trying to come back in game. So they, they're quite set up, they're set up quite complementary. Um, they've got one really glaring weakness, and that's that's one game up the middle. Um, but I do think they are shaping up to be a wild card and, and the dark horse to really cause some upsets here. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll keep an eye on them. Um, of course, they did. Not sure. I, I did see his name pop up and Khalil Mack, um, you know, great defender. Used to be a Raider until we got John Gruden in and he traded away him and Amari Cooper, which I've still scratched my head over. Uh, and I thought it was fitting in a way, even though I'm a Raiders fan, that uh, the Raiders' comeback was stalled by Khalil Mack sacking Derek Carr last week. Yeah, yeah, look, and as a Bears fan as well, I can I can empathise with you in terms of seeing Khalil Mack for another team now. Um, but, like, I think this is the first time he's really played and, and you know, with a top-tier offence where his job really is to, you know, defend scores rather than, you know, to be fair, when he was at the Bears, he was almost asked to score. You know, and that that's sort of how bad the offense was. But it's really it's really interesting seeing top tier pass rushers playing on teams that have good offenses. Now, now tomorrow, so, yeah, I think he's one. Yeah, he definitely one, definitely one to keep an eye on. And the Chargers is a great piece to have. Uh, somebody that we uh, a game that we should look at tomorrow, I think, is one of the early kickoffs, and that's the Bucks against the Saints. Um, obviously, the Bucks have got Tom Brady. Everyone knows that they. They won against a very poor Cowboys side who lost Dak Prescott halfway through the game. In the Saints with Jameis Winston, uh, they're coming up against something 
quite different, though. And and I still wasn't convinced, uh, having watched that Cowboys game, that Tom Brady had enough around him to be Tom Brady, you know? And and, and, and I think this is going to be a real test. Yeah, look, I, I share that. I share that feeling with you. I, I do, however, you know, I think the Saints on paper are a really good team. I didn't find them overly convincing last week, you know, having to come back from behind to beat the Falcons, who, you know, on paper were one of the favourites for the for the wooden spoon for the number one pick. So I think both teams have a bit to prove. Um, on paper, both of them, you know, should be uh, fairly good teams. The, the Buccaneers are a lot of people's favourites to make in the Super Bowl. So that'll be an in- interesting one to watch. There's a lot of history between those teams. They don't, you know, there's not a lot of love lost between them. So that should always bring out a, a pretty good encounter. Yeah, I think so. I mean, at, at the TAB, the Saints are outsiders at two dollars and eight, and the Bucks are a dollar sixty nine. But this is in New Orleans. Yep, yep, in the dome. So, look, I think that'll be one of the games to watch in the morning. Um, absolutely, I think there's probably going to be a fair few points scored in that one as well. Um, I think both teams are going to come out with a bit to prove. Um, Tom Brady's probably going to want to prove that he's still on track for another big season. Rather than you know, there are there are starting to be like you mentioned just before a few sort of murmurings about whether he's going to have a, a Peyton Manning esque finish, mm. um, and I'm pretty sure you know, um, knowing 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 what the guy's been like, that he's going to want to go out with a bang or go out again with a bang, I should say, um, and and sort of you know, go out to the top of his game. So we'll see how he. Re- Response. Mm, there's a few games that I'm interested in seeing in this five o'clock slot. Uh, another one of those is the Dolphins up against the Ravens, a team that you know uh, prides itself on its D against a team in Miami that really look offensively well set up. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I had a quick peek at the um, at the TAB odds there. I, I'm, I'm actually loving the Dolphins at 245. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but um, if that's still there. But that that seemed pretty tempting mm. to me. I, I think. Miami's done a lot of work in the offseason um, and they showed and they were fairly impressive um, against the Patriots as well in week one. So, you know, that, that's an upset watch for me. Um, the Ravens are a really good team. Um, but I do think the Dolphins, you know, you can't count them out. Let's, let's not forget that Tua Tagovailoa was known as, you know, a generational quarterback. Yes, he's taken a couple of years where he hasn't quite met those expectations, but he's also had a, a, a terrible hip injury in this last year of college before he got drafted. So, you know, he's got the goods. He's got um, a, a lot lot to prove. And, you know, you don't, you're not amazing. You're not great and then forget how to be great, right? You just, you've just got to get yourself back into rhythm. And I, I do think he's got, he's someone who's, who's one to watch this year. Yeah, I mean, and they they kept the uh, uh, the Patriots to seven points last week. They did a number on them, um, but this week's probably going to be a little more dynamic, a little more interesting. Lamar Jackson on the other side of things. I know that there's uh, a bit of a question mark about his future, his contract going forward, what he wants versus what the Ravens are willing to offer. Uh, but you got two guys who play exciting football as quarterbacks, guys that aren't afraid to carry the ball, uh, guys that like to throw deep as well. This this should be a good good matchup. Yeah, and look, the only question about Lamar Jackson's future is, is how many zeros are they back into his contract, really, because he, he really is setting himself up for a pretty good payday. So, look, he is continuing to gamble, gamble on himself and, and bet on himself. Um, uh, you know, he is a generational quarterback, and my only worry is that I just don't know if he's got enough pieces around him right now. Um, you know, they, they took away one of his one of his best wide receivers in, in the offseason. Um, they have given him a couple of pieces, but I'm just not sure that he's got enough in the long term to sort of keep that offense going, especially with a lot of injuries in their running back group. 
So, so yeah, they, they want to watch. Um, I'm just worried about how they're going to keep that momentum up through the season. What about um, the Pats? The, you know, obviously they've been postseason team for so many years uh, with Tom Brady. They they still have Bill Belichick, uh, but they got beaten as we mentioned uh, last week. They've got a tough road trip to Pittsburgh, who are rebuilding themselves. Um, I, I mean, if there's a a game this weekend that uh, I'm saying I definitely know the answer to the who's going to win this game question. This is probably one of three, and I think it's the Steelers. Yeah, look, I, I, I was I was thinking about that just before. I do think the Patriots are set up for a pretty rough season, to be honest. I, I don't think the combination they've got is going to work. I do think the Steelers are a team that um, people wrote off early in the season. Uh, you know, they, they do have Mitch Trubisky as their starting quarterback. I don't think they're as bad as people, you know, uh, make them out to be. Um, the big issue for them is how long is TJ Watt going to be out for? Mm. Because if they if they don't have him on defense, that's going to be a big blow. I do think they've got the weapons. The offensive line is a big gear to watch. But um, I do like the Steelers over the over the Patriots. I, I I do worry about the Patriots. I think another loss here, and they're going to start start having a few few worries go through that team because I don't think that is a team that is dynamic enough to come back in games. Yeah, TJ Watt is uh, injured reserve. He's been on the IR list. Um... But I, I heard it was a torn pick, which potentially is a season, right? Yeah, so so that was the initial thought was it was a torn pick. But what they're saying is that it, it is a partial tear. And, and I'm no doctor, but what they're hoping for is a six to eight week return. Right. Um, so that, that was a little bit of a, a silver lining in that. Yeah, silver lining indeed. All right, uh, well, uh, at 8 o'clock, we've got another bunch of uh, great setup games as well. Um, I'll tell you what, if there's another game where I go, I'll tell you who's going to win this, it's going to be the Bengals because the Bengals should beat the Cowboys uh, given that the Cowboys' defence looks a mess and now there's no Dak Prescott. Yeah, look, uh, uh, the Bengals were one of my favourite teams um, this season. I, I would say, however, if they don't win this game, I would be pretty worried about them. I think, you know, it's it's, it's very early to have a, a make-or-break game, but I think this is a real character game for them. They came off a pretty tough loss against um, uh, the, the Steelers last week. Um, they've got a lot to prove, and, you know, sometimes you can have this Super Bowl hangover. We saw that with the Rams a wee bit, I think. Um, how well they're going to bounce back is going to show me, you know, uh, give me a lot more confidence in that in that group because they've got the goods. What about last year's Super Bowl winners, the Rams? Um, they got touched up big time by the Bills in their first game. Uh, they get to play at home again, back-to-back games at home, this time against uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I mean, the Falcons aren't the Bills, so the Rams should get back underway here, do you think? Yeah, they should do. I mean, look, on paper, this probably might be the biggest uh, mismatch um, of, the season, or of the week, rather. Um, but in saying that, the Falcons actually looked pretty good last week in in, in a situation they they you know really shouldn't have um, against the the Saints. Um, I think that game came down to uh, the, uh, the last few minutes with the Saints won. But I, I did think you know the Falcons, another team that that were firmly at the bottom of the uh, of the pack, did come up and and. You know, I think the Rams need to be a bit careful here that they don't fall into an 0-2 hole by taking these guys a bit too lightly. Um, I do think the Super Bowl hangover really is uh, around with these guys. I do. I am a little bit worried about Matt Stafford. You know, you, you don't want to hear things about quarterback quarterbacks' elbows in the preseason. That's that's something that is going to be lingering. So, one to watch for. But 
yeah, uh, either either they bounce back and they're, they're, they're back on schedule or, or there's a few more worries going through that camp. Yeah, that'd be a worry indeed if his elbow is uh, is problematic. Uh, this, yeah, like you say, this early, um, and you want you don't want to be a team that you know uh, is going to have to rely on a running game and take uh, you know his passing game out of uh, uh, out of the equation. Yeah. Uh, what about especially when his arm ta- when his arm strength and his arm talent was such a big driver? You know, Matt mm. Stafford is someone who can who can thread every needle and, and push the ball downfield. If he loses that. You know, you lose one of your biggest weapons. You start losing confidence. And you start doubting yourself as a quarterback, and that's that's a tough place to be in. Yeah, well, I mean, it's obviously it makes it easier for the opposition to read what you're going to do too, right? You you have less options. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right. Uh, The uh, Seahawks got a big win last week um, with Geno Smith at quarterback against their old quarterback, of course, in Russell Wilson. I think that was one of the biggest upsets of the first round, wasn't it? I think everybody thought, well, the Seahawks are in rebuild mode. Uh, Denver have spent a lot of money. They've got a lot of big names in. But, man, the Seahawks, great win for them at home, sure, against the Broncos. Um, now it's a different story. They're on the road to the 49ers, who were once again favourites in their game and got upset by your Chicago Bears. Yeah, look, I mean, I think that was a real theme of week one, wasn't it, to start the season, was don't really write teams off. I think I think sometimes we're a bit too quick to crown off-season champions and, and talk about, you know, who's going to be picking first. But I do think some of those teams who weren't meant to be the favourites, you know, and rightfully so, they don't have have the big names. But sometimes it takes a, 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 a just a combination of the right players and coaches to really make it work. And I do think, you know, Seahawks are probably one of those teams that, yes, they don't have the talent across the board, but they did play pretty well. Um, they game-planned really well, and I'd expect them to be competitive again against the 49ers. 49ers are one of those teams that do try and, you know, um, really clog up the game. Um they 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 want to force a running game. Realistically, last week's game against the Bears, those are conditions set up for the for the Forty ers where they you know can establish a running game, but they didn't quite seem to get out of gear. So it'll be a big game, I think, for Trey Lance um, to see whether he can get it moving. Um, and 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 I know a lot of Forty ers fans are starting starting to have you know conversations about Jimmy G back at the. Back of the wheel, so that'll be a, another good game to watch. Yeah, well. that, that was going to be one of my questions: whether or not Lance gets the start here again, or they, uh, or they push panic already and go back to Jimmy G. Yeah, look, it's one of those one of those things, right? You, you, sometimes you just got to give these young quarterbacks a bit of a leash. The the quicker you are to sort of pull the hook, you start you start building, you know, a, a lack of confidence and insecurity in these players. So it's one of those catch twenty two. That's why some of these coaches wait a while before the players ready. That they're not having to be put into this situation. I, I'm not sure if they they read well enough how ready Trey Lance was. I mean, you know, then signing Jimmy Garoppolo sort of gave, sent a message that perhaps they weren't quite, um, you know, fully fully invested. So that's definitely a situation to watch. Yeah, it will be. We'll have to see how, how that all plays out. Um, now, we've got a couple of other games uh, that I want to get your take on as well. Uh, the Raiders take on the Cardinals. Um this one in Vegas, uh, the Raiders last week just didn't seem to get their offense going in the first half. Got better in the second half, but they left themselves too much to do. Uh, where do you where do you think this team sits at the moment? Yeah, look, I'm prepared to sort of give the Raiders, um, you know, another chance. I mean, they did come up against a pretty good Chargers team, um, and that pass rushing pair that they went up against, especially with Khalil Mack, I think ended up with three sacks. You know, that that's a really rough way, a tough way to start the season. I think the Cardinals are 
uh, are going to be a good test. Um, the Cardinals aren't really known uh, as a defense that you're particularly worried about, but they do have some firepower on their offense. So I think this might be shaping up as the, it's definitely, you know, definitely one of the best games of the afternoon, if not the, one of the better games of the day. Um, with with how both offenses are set up, so yeah, that should be that should be a good one. I think both teams need the confidence, um, but I do think the Raiders will probably come out uh, on top of that one. And uh, finally, let's just uh, have a look at your Bears. Uh, they picked up that win as we mentioned earlier on the road in San Francisco. Now, geez, talk about a different different set of conditions. You go from San Francisco to Lambeau Field. They play the Packers, who of course dropped that first game to the Vikings. Uh, I thought so long as Aaron Rodgers was there, the Packers were probably uh, a postseason team. But Devontae Adams, how much are they missing him, and, and and what weapons does does Rodgers have? Yeah, look, and and the other thing Rodgers was missing as well was his his number two really, and uh, Alan Lazard. Um, one thing we do know about Aaron Rodgers, whilst he is one of the best at at pushing the ball downfield. It's set up by guys across the middle, you know, and that has in the past been guys like, um, you know, uh, Devontae Adams um, uh, and, and, you know, a bunch of players through history where he's had the confidence in, in being able to know that they're going to be the right place at the right time and that allows his secondary weapons to sort of kick forward. So I do think, I mean, if they have Lazard back, I think it was a game-time decision. I'm not sure if he's been cleared to play. That would be a big boost, um, but he doesn't, you know, is not known as one who works well with rookies, and they've got two really good rookie-wide receivers. Um, they're going to be coming up against a reasonably good uh, Bears secondary, quite young, but but quite a good unit. So that should, um, you know, um, set itself up as a good game. As, as someone who's been on uh, way too many, you know, negative ends of Bears-Packers rivalries, as, as most of my Packers friends would sort of remind me, it's, it's actually good to be in a situation where it, it isn't a real obvious favourite here. Um, but you know, Packers last year they they they, they got embarrassed in game one, ended up winning thirteen games that year. So maybe a little bit preemptive to to write off Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, maybe. I mean, according to um, ESPN, Alan Lazard is questionable. Um, so I don't know. Well, that doesn't give us much insight. But I'll tell you this much: as a Bears fan, uh, Shiraz, and I don't know if you uh, you visit the TAB at all, but uh, they have. Uh, the Bears as ten point underdogs, and the Bears are paying four thirty five. The Packers are a dollar nineteen. Yeah, and I mean, on paper that would sound right. I think the the one victory probably wasn't enough to give widespread confidence in the Bears. Um, but I do think the Bears get up here. Um, you'll start to see you'll start to see those odds change. Yeah, good um, stuff. I, I do think I do think it's you know there is a chance for an upset there. Yeah, all right. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing those games all tomorrow morning. Hey, Shiraz, thanks very much for coming on and giving us uh, your insight into uh, the NFL round two underway and uh, those first games underway at five o'clock tomorrow morning. Go well, mate. Awesome. Thanks, Ricardo. Have a good one, mate. Yeah, will do. Um, there we go. Shiraz Soisa, the New Zealand flag football team coach. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.